episode 143, Free Comic Book Day 2019. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Comic Book Time Machine. My name is Ben, Ben Avery, and I'm here with a free Comic Book Day episode in which I took a walk to my local comic shop. And uh, I actually recorded myself taking that walk, and it just did not sound good at all. So I'm the intention behind the recording was I talked about I was going, what I was doing, why I was doing it, blah, 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 and then what my goals were in going – and then, um, you know, I got to the point in my walk where it was getting boring talking about it, turned it off, finished my walk, walked into the comic shop, did the free comic book thing, and then came home, listened, and it was not great. So instead of that, I'm just going to go ahead and talk about what happened. And there may be a post-credit, although we don't normally do that for Comic Book Time Machine. There just might be a post-credit about um, one moment in my walk that was kind of funny. So um, I, I, I do have that recording, and I'm going to see if that sounds good. But um, yeah, pay attention to the post-credit. Anyway, my goal for Free Comic Book Day was to find some fun comics and get some free comics. I did not go to the um, comic book shops in town that had all of the regular Free Comic Book Day stuff, the new stuff from Marvel and DC and um, you know all, the, all of the, the official diamond distributor stuff. Instead, I went to Tom's Vintage Toy Store, which is a couple blocks away. And so my walk was not directly to Tom's Vintage. Because that would not have been uh, any kind of uh, beneficial exercise at all. It would just been, you know, seven minutes and seven minutes. And so I actually did my usual um, 30 to 40 minute walk, but I just took a circuitous route to get to Tom's Vintage Toy Store. And I've talked about Tom's Vintage Toy Store on the podcast before. It's a great store. Um, I love what he's got there. And usually what he does for his free comic book day is he just puts some comics in a bag and hands it to you. And whatever's in the bag, you know, and it's regular comics from just the past. And so for today, my goal in going to Tom's Vintage Toy Store was to support local business, um, which I would have, you know, if I'd gone to the other comic book shops to get free comic books, I possibly would have supported local business there as well. Um, but I already support the buymetoys.com uh, comic shop that we have in town um, every week. Like that's my main place where I go. And Tom's Vintage, while it's closer, uh, it's also more dangerous because of its proximity to our house and the cool toys that he has there. Um, like I, well, I won this, but I actually got some Ralph McQuarrie concept art action figures from Star Wars. And yes, I won it, so I didn't pay for it. Um, but I really wanted it. And then when I won this prize from Facebook, I was like, oh, I get to get these. And so he had he has Shogun Warriors there. He has ROM Space Knight there. At least he had ROM Space Knight. I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, but I mean, he has these incredible selection of Star Wars toys, uh, incredible selection of dollar comics. And he's doing a buy one, get one half off with all comics. And so that's my goal was to get a blind bag from him and see what was in it and um, hopefully there'll be something cool for free, but then also to find something fun that wasn't free. And so 
that was my walk conversation as I was explaining that. I also, in my walk, um, was talking about, you know, being May the 4th because of, uh, you know, the Star Wars connection. I'm not sure what my family's going to do for that yet, but this is just a quick little thing that I'm putting together to talk about what I got for my free comic book day haul while my wife and my daughters are getting Starbucks and my other kids are playing right now. So I'm just taking this advantage of this moment because it's May the 4th and we're doing a family day today. And so, yes, my walk, how does that fit into the family day? Well, it's, you know, it's for my health and, and my health is for my family. And I mean, actually, I say that kind of sarcastically, but it's actually true. That is why I have started trying to get some exercise in every week, not just once a week, but multiple times a week. I, you get the idea. So anyway, um, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm getting this in before my wife gets home from getting Starbucks with the girls. And so first I'm going to talk about uh, what I got that I know what it is and what I found for the um, for the, the sale. And... I found there's there's a lot of cool stuff, but I always uh, I hesitate to buy anything because first of all I need to make sure I don't already have it, and second of all, like if it's something I know I don't have, um, you know, do they have the whole thing? And and so and I keep saying they, it's Tom, you know, it's not they, but I did find a complete miniseries of Mars Attacks Image, which I don't know if this is going to be good or not, but I have a feeling it's going to be uh, a little bit ridiculous. And so I'm hoping for that. He also had um, three issues of uh, Mars Attacks the Savage Dragon, but um, he only had the three issues. He didn't have the first one. And so I decided I'm not going to get that. But Mars Attacks Image, I got issues one through four. Um, and it, it, it looks like exactly what you'd expect. There's flying saucers and Martians and... Image superheroes, Savage Dragon, Witchblade, Gen 13, there's Silverhawk on, on the cover of issue one, Spawn. Spawn, Savage Dragon, and Silverhawk are on, on the cover of issue number one. Um, Witchblade is on issue number two. Uh, there's some characters I don't recognize. Uh, there's the Max, though. That's, that's kind of cool. So I figure, you know, hey, this is going to be 90s fantastic. And I'm assuming 90s. It might be uh, 2000s. I, I don't know. But it's Mars Attacks. It's Image Comics, and I thought, you know, I'm not a big fan of Image, but I do know the characters, and yeah, you know what? It's on sale, and all four issues were there, and it was actually in the first long box I started looking in, and so I thought, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and grab that. So the second thing that I got is a little more exciting to me, and I, it's an interesting, it's a mixed bag, so to speak, uh, but it's... I think I think it'll be fun. And that is... Oh, I'm dropping everything now. Should I edit that out? Yes, I should. But will I edit it out? Probably not. Um, the entire series of innovation uh, publishing uh, Lost in Space series that they did. And when I say the entire series, I mean the entire series. Now, I almost... I, I almost put it down because they didn't, they, uh, the store did not have issues number one and two. Uh, this was in the second long box I was looking in and I looked it up to make sure like what is, what is actually a part of this series from innovation. And what I found was that there were 18 regular issues. There were two, um, annuals and one special edition. And then there was, um, 
I think I got a book that's actually a reprint of two issues. Uh, then there was a mini series that they only did one issue of this two issue mini series. And so I'm really curious, like, what's going to come of that? Because um, I hate that. But I went and bought the that first issue of the two issue mini series. Uh, but I, all these things were all right together in that long box, second long box I looked in actually. And there was not an issue one or an issue two. And so I just thought, well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and. And keep looking, but I, I kept these in my hand because I didn't want to have to refine them. But I thought I'll keep looking in these long boxes. The indie long boxes aren't as organized. His, his Marvel and DC long boxes are super organized, but um, I'll, I'll look in some other boxes. And sure enough, I found issues number one and two. Now, what's cool about Lost in Space to me, the comic series, is that it was written by Bill Mummy. Mummy, Mummy. I'm not sure what his name, how you pronounce his name. But um, he was uh, Will Robinson in the original Lost in Space series. And so that is what first got me thinking, I, I could see myself enjoying this. Uh, it's, it's about the original characters from the original series, and it's by him, and it's a complete series. Um, I mean, I, in my hand right now, I'm holding like everything they published except for um, maybe, I, I don't know if Innovation did this, but at some point there was a follow-up written to kind of um, close out uh, some lingering uh, storylines. And so I'm really curious about getting that or finding that or um, it may not even exist. I'm, I'm not sure. I was looking really quickly at some Wikipedia articles and um, some reviews online. But I thought this, this looks exciting. This looks interesting. What's really weird, though, is that – and I don't know if this is going to be on the interior art as well or not – but the female characters on the covers, most of the covers, not all of them. There's a couple covers that look really fantastic and really fit in line with um, the Lost in Space TV series. Annual number two, which is actually written by Peter David and Bill Mooney. Um, that annual looks like it's just a perfect representation of the show. It's really, really cool. Really great looking. Uh, but then you look at some of these other covers. Annual number one cover has, I think it's Dr. Smith, um, walking into this bondage scene and he's wearing like leather bondage and he's, and there's these two women there who are very, very scantily clad. And it just looks really, really odd when it's put together with this photorealistic representation of Dr. Smith. But yeah, it's just, the covers kind of go back and forth between making sure we got the cheesecake on the cover so that people are going to buy it. And then Nope, this is going to be a pretty accurate representation of what Lost in Space was like. And and it just it goes back and forth and back and forth. And I'm really curious. Uh, I'm a little nervous, actually, about what's on the inside. I mean, Bill Mooney, I feel like I'm in, in good hands with him. But, um, yeah, I just I found that really interesting. And some of these covers, though, they just look beautiful. There's one cover here that just has this weird alien creature. And there's Dr. Smith. And Dr. Smith is in the foreground, and he's um, very clear and and very um, photorealistically kind of painted. And then this alien creature is kind of in the background with his hands up in the air, and he's like he's conjuring something. And there's and actually Dr. Smith is in this wisp of smoke, and it looks like the alien is conjuring up this image of Dr. Smith. And it's it's wonderful. It's it's a great cover. Uh, actually, looking at it right now. <laughs> um, the cover is on the front, and the back cover has the same image without any of the trade dressing. Like it's a frameable picture almost. I mean, it's just cool. But then you have these other covers where um, I don't know who the people are meant to be, but I think they're meant to be the 
characters from the show and the girls are all grown up and not wearing very much. <laughs> it just, it just feels weird. Um, but it looks cool. Some of these, these covers, I just wonder like, what am I getting into? Because he's a sci-fi guy, you know? I mean, he not only was in lost in space, he was also in Babylon five and he did a lot of cool stuff. So now we get to the fun thing though. And this is what is in my free bag of comics. And so, um, usually he had them or before, well, I thought he had them in paper bags. Maybe he didn't, but, um, because of the bag that it was in, I did see, uh, it's a plastic bag. You can kind of see through. So I did see what one of these books was. Um, I'm not going to read these and then, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do like I did with, uh, with a blind bag where I open it, I talk about it and then I play a sounder or, a, actually a podcast promo. And then I read it and come back and talk about it. I'm not going to talk about each issue, but I am going to talk about what they are and how interested I am in reading them. And so first we have, uh, this is the one I saw, The Walking Dead, which I've never read any issues of The Walking Dead. So this will be the first Walking Dead comic I've ever read. It's a 25-cent issue, but it's issue number 163. Um, it looks really interesting because there's these zombie hands reaching up into the sky, but then there's also like a, a mechanical hand in the middle there. So that is uh, one of the comics. That's that's one I'm kind of interested. I'm kind of interested. I've never read one, so I'm uh, interested in that. Then there is the Uncanny Avengers issue number 19, which um, that feels very random. <laughs> I'm not sure what this is that I'll be getting into, but um, yeah. then there's Zen Intergalactic Ninja, which I got last time I went to Tom's Vintage Toy Store for free comic book day. It's the Wizard World exclusive issue. All-Star Squadron number eight ah, in Mortal Kombat with the martial arts master Kung to save the life of Winston Churchill. That looks cool. Issue number eight from 1982. That looks, ah, oh, that looks fun. That looks fun. And here's the Adventures of Superman number 31, which I don't know anything about it from the cover, but that cover is fantastic. It's just Superman flying up in the sky with uh, Metropolis's Manhattan <laughs> behind him. I don't know. If, I don't know how that works, uh, but it looks like Manhattan Island. But then there's the Daily Planet there. You can see, and that's a really cool cover. Oh no, not issue thirty-one. Issue five hundred five. This is when they did the triangle numbering that had. Um, so it gave it gave you a, a reading order for how to read the different Superman uh, series that were going on at the same time and what order to read them. And yeah, that cover looks great. Free comic book day of all new, all different Avengers from nine uh, from 2015, 19, 2015. So a couple years old. And then action comics number five ninety three by John Byrne and Keith Williams. And Superman is kissing. Who is that? Is that big Barda? Yeah, I think it's Barda because it, Mr. Miracle is there and he's being carried away. He's tied up. He's being carried away by what look like homeless men. And Superman is kissing Big Barda. And Mr. Miracle looks really surprised and says, Superman and my wife. Okay. So that is, I think I might have heard of this issue. Oh, anyway, that is Free Comic Book Day 2019 for me. And. Bought some comics, got some comics, 
And I'm excited to read this Action Comics issue. I'm excited to read the uh, All-Star Squadron issue. And I'm curious to read the Walking Dead issue. The other stuff, eh, you know, I'll read it, maybe, if I get around to it. I've been very busy lately. That reminds me, one of the things I was busy with that I did mention in the last episode was the um, Supersonic Pod comics. And our Kickstarter was successful. So thank you very much to anyone who supported us in our endeavor. And yeah, you won't be hearing me ask you for uh, Kickstarter money uh, ever again on this podcast, but you might be hearing me say, hey, go check out Supersonic Pod Comics because we have free weekly stories there. And I probably will mention that because, you know, it's cross promotion, you know, uh, it's synergy between podcasts. Um, and you can go to supersonicpodcomics.com right now or look it up on iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite podcast app and there is a episode already up that we did as a sample episode that's actually it kind of acts like a an ash can i think i might have mentioned this before but it's a kind of a zero issue kind of thing and those characters in that episode um aren't going to feature real heavily in the regular episodes that we do but they will be showing up well some of them will be showing up one of them for sure will be showing up um i don't want to spoil too much but anyway I do want to thank you for listening, and uh, yeah, I um, hope you had a good free comic book day. Hope you had a good May the 4th. Uh, we are going to be watching some Star Wars here at my house and having fun with that, so that is that. I have my tea right now that I'm about to take a drink of as soon as I get done talking because I'm very thirsty right now, and it is in my Star Wars comic book cover mug that I love so much. Oh, there's a chip on it. I never noticed that. wonder when that happened. Well... Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Hope you have fun reading your comics, because if you're not having fun reading comics, then you're doing something wrong. Um, unless you're doing homework, and then you're doing something right, because you're reading it, because you have to. But you know, And, and if you're reading comics for homework, you're, you're lucky. That's, that's something to be happy about. So anyway, thank you so much for listening. Hope you're having fun reading your comic books. Hope you had a great free comic day, great May the 4th. And, of course, as always, Godspeed. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. And I just read the two Superman comics. And um, I knew I had heard of this action comics before. Now, first of all, the Adventures of Superman issue, issue 505, is uh, Superman is back from being dead. And he is reuniting with Lois and trying to figure out how do I, you know, make the story for Clark Kent to come back. And he's it's basically he's it's a big reunion issue of him with metropolis and not bad not a bad read um but if you're just jumping in the middle then you have no idea what's going on there's not even a previously on kind of thing where um but if you're reading along with the story i think it would actually be uh, a worthwhile read but the action comics issue number 593 <laughs> I have heard of this issue before. This is the issue where a mind-controlled big Barda makes um, some videos that are shocking that come from a shop which specializes in such fare. Uh, she makes some videos there, and then they try and get Big Barda and Superman to film a video under mind control by a guy named Sleaze and... This issue is yucky. <laughs> it's it's gross and kind of hard to follow a little bit. Um, it's John Byrne and da, 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 who else? Keith Williams. 
But yeah, John Byrne is the story guy and background inks were by Keith Williams. But um, it's it's gross. It's a little bit, it's meant to be. Um, the mind control guy is trying to force Superman to perform in the video and Superman's goodness will not allow him to. And then uh, they get attacked. Big Barda and Mr. Miracle on the set of this um, porn shoot get attacked by a tentacled beast that she smashes her hand into to get the uh, one weak spot, the tiny organ, which functions as its brain. And um, yeah, I really can't believe I just read this issue that I and when I say that, I mean, I can't believe that it exists. Um, But there it is. So, yeah, that is uh, two of the comics that I got here, and I wasn't planning to do a report on actually the reading of the comics. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> so there it is. Um, I'm, I'm glad that they, you know, the way it was written, Superman resists uh, doing something that he would not normally do, but um, Big Barda gets turned into just an object on the in the story that's just kind of being batted around, although she is the one that destroys this creature that comes out of nowhere. Like literally there's no buildup. There's no, um, and then there's a sequence where Mr. Miracle escapes from some guys who put a bag over his head, put chains over his, uh, the bag and then put him into a box and throw him into the water. And you don't even, I, I, I didn't even know what was going on. Cause then you turn the page and he's not there. He's not in that anymore. And I didn't realize, oh, he escaped that. Like, I had to go back and it's just poorly written and ill-conceived. <laughs> so there's that. Okay, now here comes the end credits. Thanks for listening. Godspeed. Vintage. So Tom's Vintage Toy Store is two blocks away from my house, and uh, it can be a little dangerous having a cool store like that that close to my house because uh, it's very tempting. Ah. Oh, there's... <laughs> wow, that uh, was a surprise and a scare. A dog just almost got my ankles there. Uh, I'm going to leave that in, assuming that I actually use this uh, recording for an episode. Um, wow, that was his leash. Let him get to the sidewalk. And, okay, well, uh, don't only walk down this sidewalk, but I took a turn because there was a lawnmower up ahead. And instead, I get almost attacked by a dog. Okay. Huh. All right, now uh, let's keep walking. And anyway... Uh, it's dangerous having uh, his store that close because there's some really, really cool stuff that he has there.